Live on the Mule Sports Network, it's Muhlenberg Boys Basketball. Brought to you by MikeDragoSports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Burks, the new Birdies Inn at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Ryan Linerweaver and Chris Ziner. Well, you have half of the duo here tonight. Uh, Chris will not be with us this evening as uh, him and his family have uh, suffered a loss in the in their family. So, you know, our thoughts are with them at this time. And told Chris, you know, take the time that he needs. Meanwhile, I'll be running the broadcast solo here this evening. Uh, so this should be an interesting ride as I try to dabble with my own microphone here. We'll see how that works out for me. But uh, yeah, I'll be here solo here this evening and uh, excited to do so as we get underway here for a titillating matchup between the Daniel Boone Blazers and your Muhlenberg Mules. I am Ryan Lineweaver uh, here with the Burks one leading Muhlenberg Mules along with two other teams, uh, both Muhlenberg I shouldn't say both. All of Muhlenberg, Redding High, and Wilson are currently tied at 6-3 and three atop Burks 1. Part of that will be figured out this evening as Redding High and Wilson will be doing battle here. Uh, we'll try to keep an eye on that one if we can. But, you know, that's separate station more than likely. Uh, certainly not ours. But for the Mules, like this continues their path, uh, collision course on their way to face Reading High next Tuesday. Uh, I think that we mentioned it in the preseason podcast. We've mentioned it in a whole bunch of games that these two teams just seem to be destined on a collision course. Muhlenberg needs a win here this evening to continue that collision course with Reading High and Again, we'll see what they do against Wilson. Wilson could separate from the rest of the pack. Muhlenberg, uh, you know, could be playing catch-up, uh, depending how things go here this evening. But they do have a formidable opponent here in Daniel Boone. Uh, Boone currently in their best stretch of basketball uh, that we've seen in quite a while here in Birdsboro. Uh, their two league victories here this season are as many league victories as they've had dating back to the 2016-2017 season. They had one win then, then they had three winless seasons and one in 2020-2021, uh, the COVID-shortened season. And this is the most wins that they've had. Uh, you know, they've had as many wins this year with eight as they had in the previous four years where they had seven. And this is their best year overall since all the way back to 2013-2014. So you have to go back a full decade before you find a team that has matched uh, the Blazers' level here. Uh, that team won 11 and 12. But the Blazers this season, 8 and 11, they are led by none other than Brendan Gaines. Brendan Gaines is the second leading scorer in all of Berks County right now. If we take a look at some of the individual scoring stats, Gaines is a multi-purpose player. He can get inside the paint 
He could do it outside the paint. He gets to the stripe. He hits at a reasonable amount from the free throw line. Uh, at 19.1 points per game, he trails Yadiel Cruz from Reading High by just three and a half points per game. Uh, 363 in total, but he's hit 42 shots from beyond the arc, 87 free throws at the line. Uh, he is a formidable opponent for certain. He's taking a look at how he has done here. Yeah, I mean, he has scored in double figures literally every single game uh, this season. His high watermark was in the first game of the year against Pottsgrove, where he poured in 29.63 pointers. He had five threes against Pottstown. Now he's kind of slowed up here, but he is good for at least one, two, maybe three per game uh, from beyond the arc. So certainly Muhlenberg will pay attention to all of that moving forward. And it's uh, going to add an interesting wrinkle here uh, to this contest, that's for certain. Taking a look at how Daniel Boone has performed here as of late. They are coming off of three straight losses. They've lost to Exeter uh, by a fairly large margin. Lost by 29. They lost to Reading High 81-35 to last Saturday. Lost to Conrad Weiser. That was a much closer game, 56-52. Uh, they beat up on Twin Valley twice. That's their two victories. Uh, they were squeakers. They won one by six, one by nine. Uh, Twin Valley winless so far in Burke's play and. You know, that's where they're they're pulling those victories from. They've also won against Wyo, a two-point victory there. Uh, beat some non-conference foes like Kennerdale and Hanover down in York Adams. Uh, beat Garden Spot, Tulpe, and, uh, you know, a win against Pottstown, which was something that even uh, the Mules could not accomplish this season. So Daniel Boone uh, certainly, look, don't be necessarily fooled by their record. They will put up a fight. Uh, especially in the early going. So Muhlenberg will need to come out quick and come out hot. As taking a look here at the starting lineup for the Mules, it will be Drew LeClaire, Jaden Kantner, Jules Martinez, Kyle Archie, and Alex Collado. Now they get into the starting five for the Blazers. They're going to have Tyson Pinchoke, senior. Then you'll have the junior Harrison Delassant. And of course, the aforementioned Brennan Gaines. Followed up by number 12, Gavin Welker. And rounding out the starting five for the Blazers will be number 22, Matthew DiGiacomo. At this time, we will take a quick break here for the National Anthem. And when we return, Muhlenberg basketball right here on the Mules Sports Network.
This is the Mule Sports Network on Jerry Gallup Media. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. This is the Mule Sports Network on Jerry Gallup Media. About to get underway here. In Birdsboro, Daniel Boone will be wearing their home white jerseys baby blue trim and numbers. Meanwhile, the Mules, their road navies with the yellow and white trim. Boone winning the initial tip and coming out in a hurry. And well, there you go. Welker, his pass goes off the hands of DiGiacomo out of bounds, belongs to the Mules. So here we go, Leclerc, Kantner, Martinez, Archie, and Collado here against Daniel Boone. We'll see how they decide to mix things up. Leclerc, the floater in the lane is good. Quick start here for the Mules. Leclerc, that's basically his average. And hit it on the first shot of the game. Martinez, good pressure on Pinchuk. And Boone had to go out of bounds, but we're going to have a foul called on the Mules. It'll be on Leclerc. It'll be number one. Gaines will try to take it out of bounds. Baseline referee having a chat with Kyle Archie. Boone will inbound. And start up the half-court offense. Gaines will have Leclerc as Muhlenberg comes out one-on-one. -on -one and Gaines rises up and hits a triple. Told you you could do that. And it's 3-2 Boone. Archie driving left baseline. Gets in. The up and under is good. Kyle Archie, the double-double machine. Getting the start here this evening. Gaines once again working with LeClaire. Gaines will act as primary ball handler here to start. Now they'll kind of switch off into zone. Pulling up. Little 18-foot jumper from DiGiacomo's no good. Collado the other way. Tough runner. That one won't go. Boone, tough board, and they're back in transition. Nice job by Collado, cutting off the drive of Welker. And he ends up turning the ball over. Archie snags it up ahead. Corner three by Martinez, too strong. Archie, the putback, no good. Grabs his own miss. Second attempt to throw it back in. And he'll be fouled. They'll go to line, shooting two. Archie, a 67.5% free throw shooter, averaging just over 10 points per game at 10.1. Misses the first. 
Archie, the dual sport athlete. We also saw him as a wide receiver and cornerback during football season. Hits the second half. Makes it 5-3 in favor of the Mules. Two minutes gone by here in the first. Gaines gets a pick from Delassant, rises up again and hits the jumper from just outside the left elbow. All five points scored by Burks' second leading scorer in Brendan Gaines. Claire in the corner, looking for help, finds Martinez, who'll pass it out. Cantner driving to his right, spins to his left, throws it up. That one in and out, but he'll go to line to shoot two. Jaden Cantner would have been a circus shot had he made it. The Giacomo called for the personal. That'll be his first, team second. Cantner, an excellent free throw shooter this season. 80.6%. Of course I would say that. Misses the first. Never get credit for the good things that happen during the game, only the bad ones. Second one upcoming for Cantner. Cantner on a bit of a tear lately as he hits the second. Put up a career-high 20 against Exeter back on the 15th. He had 19 a few days before that back on the 9th against Reading High. So he comes out to shine when they need him the most. Daniel Boone taking a 30-second timeout, so we'll stay right here. I guess we'll see if Daniel Boone allows us to use the Twitter machine, and they sure don't. So I'll have to do it from my phone. Keep an eye on Wilson and Redding High. Cannot stress what that'll mean on Tuesday. I mean, obviously, both teams will still be going out there, fighting tooth and nail. They always rise up to play each other. They're always incredible games. Gaines will inbound. Gets it into Delassant. Pinchuk. Little scrappy point guard will go in with the left hand off back iron. It was a good run by him. Said three on two the other way. Martinez drops it off to Archie. Archie absorbs some contact. His second putback ends up on the hardwood no call. Boone offloads to Giacomo. Tough angle, no good. Putback still no good. Delisant that time. Trying it quickly. Nice find by Kyle Archie. Quick pass from midcourt. Finds a streaking Drew LeClaire. Lays it up and in. LeClaire is sucking bucket for four. That's eight to five. In favor of the Mules. Boone was virtually run out of the building in their last game. 78, or sorry, 87-58 game against Exeter. Trailed by 17 at the end of one. As Exeter poured in 27 in the first stanza. Tough runner again by Gaines. Gaines with seven. Kantner thinking a corner three. Drives in. Scoop layup no good. LeClaire will pick up the loose ball rebound and lay it in. LeClaire now his third bucket. 
Kantner steals the inbounds. He'll drop it to Collado. Collado, that should be an offensive foul, and it is. Man, Pinchuk really absorbed some contact there from Collado. A definite offensive foul for him. LeClaire and Martinez will take a seat. Jeffrey Collado and Shermar Killen will enter the contest. Up by three with 347 remaining here in the first. Well, a little tic-tac-toe passing there. Delassant trying to be a little too cute. Tries to one-time it in the lane. Ends up going out of bounds instead. Starting lineup that we know and love is back in here as Kantner driving in. That one hangs on the rim, no good. And we're not going to have a putback attempt by Kantner. Killen actually ends up being blocked on the way up. They call it jump ball. Possession arrow stays with the Mules. Layup attempt is good by Jeffrey Collado. No updates from West Lawn right now. They have yet to get underway. We are a little bit early here this evening as Gaines misses the triple. Kantner nearly loses the handle. Out to Collado. That one too strong. Killing grabs the board. Couple of pump fakes swatted away by Gaines from behind. Boone in transition. Collado going to be called for the blocking foul. That'll be his second. So Alex will need to take a seat. And up inserting Justin Armstrong in his place. Laying it up and in. Tough to tell. I think it was Pinchuk. That'd be his first. And Kyle Archie back at the other end. Absorbs some contact. He'll go to the line. Archie one of two there. Misses the first. Archie gets that one to rattle in. Two of four at the stripe is the senior. Cantner will give a little bit of pressure here up to midcourt. Pinchuk behind his back, now out to Gaines. Gaines will have to contend with Jeffrey Collado. Now Archie on the switch. Hangs in the air, gets two more. Well then, 
Now we see what all the fuss is about as bounce pass from Archie to Collado goes astray. Boone picks it up. In transition, they'll have it picked off by Kantner. Ahead to Killen, and Killen will lay it up for two. Killen could use that one. And we're going to have a foul here by Jeffrey Collado. Four fouls for Muhlenberg. Currently leading 15 to 11 with a minute 48 remaining here in the first quarter. Couple of substitutions here for Daniel Boone. Daniel Cadis into the game. As was Rodriguez Guzman a few moments ago as well. Mules in transition here. Pass is picked off. Armstrong trying to be a little too cute, maybe. Daniel Boone opts to take a 30-second timeout. We'll get him started here, so we're just going to stay right here. 15 to 11. Leading off here. Gains with nine of the Blazers' 11 points here in the early stages. Meanwhile, Muhlenberg led by Drew LeClaire with six, Kyle Archie with four, Killen and Jeffrey Collado with two apiece. Jaden Cantner one of two at the stripe. Now we get to where we're at. Armstrong, Cantner, Archie, Collado, and Killen. Still the five out on the hardwood. Elson will. Give it up. That one nearly stolen away by Cantner. One heck of an effort there as Fred Lacey had his pass tipped. Gaines will take it in front of the, I don't know if that's visitor, home. I don't think they really care. But in front of the home of Blazer Pride, Mural that's up on the wall. A three taken from way downtown, and it's Gaines again. Brendan Gaines, a dozen points here in the first quarter. Mules finding this to be maybe a little bit more difficult than originally intended. Guaranteed that they're going to whip up something for the second quarter to try to shut down Gaines as... Muhlenberg may be content to hold for one. And move around, but it'll be killing. Dead ahead, three. Shermar killing with five. And the lead currently stands at four. And a travel called on the Blazers as Kedis responsible for the turnover.
So maybe now the Mules will hold for one. Good start here for the Mules offense. You can go with their regular starters. Archie down on the low block. They'll swing it around. Armstrong is straight ahead three. That one too strong. Archie going into a double team. Can't come away with it, but sure, Mark Killen sure does. Eight seconds now left. He loses his handle. He has to give it up to Kantner. Kantner driving in and an offensive foul against Jaden Kantner. Out of control, driving into the lane, and that time it was Rodriguez Guzman that absorbed all of that contact. Kantner, that's his first foul because it's a, an offensive foul. They will not go into the bonus. And a last-ditch effort there as Lacey chucks it nearly the entire length of the court. And that will do it here for the first quarter of action. Apologies on my end. I'm not really going to have much music here available for you, but we'll go right into a commercial break. Actually, I do still have music playing. There you go. little funk walk this way featuring Judith Hill. More to come here on the Mule Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Now back to the game on the Mule Sports Network. Back here in Birdsboro, it's 18-14 at the end of one quarter of play. Boone inbounding the basketball. And we're going to have an offensive foul called against, I believe, Delassant. Or will be against Lacey, actually. That'll be his first. He went barreling in off the inbound. Mules coming out with a lot more urgency here on offense. Quick passing all the way around the arc. Kantner driving in. He's immediately double teamed, and we're going to have a foul called here. It's either Lacey or Rodriguez Guzman, and we'll see which one picks it up. It will be Rodriguez Guzman. That'll be his second personal. I need to swap colors of my pens. That's how I keep track of uh, first quarter, second quarter. Very visual learner, I was. Makes an awful lot of sense. 7.47 here in the second quarter. They drop it off down low. Alex Collado with the left gets it to fall. His first bucket. Now back the other way. It was Delassant. With his first. Armstrong, a little head fake, drives in, drops it to Killen, no good. Killen grabs his own miss, put back, still short. Delisant grabs the board. They try to get it ahead to Gaines. Gaines in the left corner will instead try to fire it down low to Lacey, and it goes off Lacey's fingertips out of bounds. Both these teams trying to get off to a 
Good start here in the second quarter. Blazers still holding tight, down by just four. Brendan Gaines, really the story of it all. He has a dozen points, all stemming from that excellent first quarter of his. Driving in is Alex Collado. Foul's going to be on the floor, I believe. And it will. It will be on, I believe, Pinchuk. It will be his first. The team's third already, and we're not even a minute into the second. They'll cycle it around Armstrong in the near corner. Killing, oh, that was a good backdoor cut there by LeClaire. They'll keep working it. Collado. Fadeaway jumper from the low block is too strong for Jeffrey. Now he'll be back here on defense against Brendan Gaines. Gaines runs into Armstrong, and Armstrong called for the personal. Yeah, sorry, uh, Justin, doesn't really matter that uh, he ran into you. As Welker will re-enter the contest for the Blazers. Pinch up. Trying to work it down low to Gaines. Gaines once again with LeClaire on him and tried to post him up there on the low block. LeClaire, I believe that's his second, team second. Into Lacey on the low block. Lacey with the right hand, no good. Lacey the putback. Yes, sir. His first bucket. Sorry, it won't be Lacey. That's my apologies. That was Delassant working hard on the boards. Flying through the lane was Killen, and Killen was hacked en route. Foul number four on the Blazers now. This one charged to Welker. Shermar Killen had a 15-game streak snapped. He misses the first. Double-digit scoring streak, should clarify. Still no updates from Westlawn, if anyone's wondering. Was senior night. Second one is good by Killen. Killen now with six. Flying in, getting two, but an offensive foul. Don't count it. Shermar Killen getting in the way, drawing the personal foul. That'll be number five for the Blazers. So Welker, that's his second, and just like that, the Mules are in the bonus for the last 6.07 of the second quarter. They'll look down low, Alex Collado firing it across the paint. 
Armstrong up to the left elbow. Now they'll work it down low. Collado trying to feed it to his brother. Goes off Alex's fingertips out of bounds. 5.48 remaining here. It's still a three-point contest. Daniel Boone holding close here to the mules. Welker skies to bring in the side out. Pinch shot. Delassant. Take a couple of big, strong dribbles, then dribble handoff back to the point guard. Now they'll work it out to Gaines. Another three. This kid is unconscious tonight. That's his third of the contest. Three inside, three outside. 15 for him. This game's tied at 21. Blocking foul called on Daniel Boone. That'll be called on Delasant. That's his first. Like I said, it doesn't matter on the floor. In the act, Kyle Archie back to the stripe for the third visit in the first half. Hits the first. One-point contest. Still a one-point contest. Archie, one of two from the stripe. And Boone playing a little hot potato there as Welker flung it across looking for Pinchuk. Pinchuk wasn't ready for that. Ends up flying into the crowd. Kantner. He'll lie up Welker. Fake dribble handoff with Archie. Archie slips in, gets two. Carl Archie continuing to be active. His second bucket from the field give him seven. Lead sits at three. Killen hounding to Giacomo. He has to give it up to Gaines. Gaines now double teamed. Giacomo double teamed at the top of the key, stripped away three on one as, ooh, Alex Collado went up for the slam to Giacomo, ripped him down from behind. Collado had no idea that the Giacomo was back there. Muhlenberg fans getting a little upset about that also not being an additional technical on top of it for the flagrant. Instead, Giacomo called for his second. Collado to the stripe for the first time this evening. Misses the first. And for the sixth time this evening, the Mules hit one of two at the stripe. Daniel Boone breaks the press, misses the layup at the other end. The putback is swatted away. Killen now driving in, loses it. Out to Collado, and Collado a double dribble. 
Collado has no idea what he called. This time, Blazers try to be tricky. Killen strips it out of midair. Marte in the game for his first minutes. Archie drives, kicks to Marte. Now Collado into the paint. Once again, creates contact by himself, and he's going to be called for the personal foul again. I don't want to be that guy, but these are correct foul calls. Collado is initiating the contact when he's entering the lane. And it's one thing when you are, you know, kind of going up into, oh, as Boone breaks the press, Delisant looked like a pass from Nick Foles, went full court. Well, just a two-point contest, but yeah, Collado lowering his shoulder, raising his elbow, creating that contact with the defender. They're going to call it, and they're looking for it now. So Armstrong drives in. Once again, no finish there. Archie tries to slam it home, picking up a loose ball. Now Marte onto the hardwood. Armstrong double teamed. It's stripped away two on one, and it's slammed home by Gaines. It's a tie game again. Gaines lighting it up. Another steal. As Lacey tries going behind the back. That one's stolen by Kantner. Kantner, two on two. Kantner throws it up wildly, misses everything. It's going to stay with the Mules. And if you could keep on top of everything that just happened, well, God bless you. What a wild sequence of events here. Game's tied at 25. Score update from West Lawn, 12-8, Redding leading Wilson at the end of one. That would make Tuesday very interesting, but first, it starts with the Mules getting a win here this evening. We're tied at 25. As Kantner, step back three, no good. Archie goes off of him out of bounds. Blazers playing arguably their best basketball of the season here. Losers of three straight. Their last one was by 29 to Exeter. Once again, they get it ahead to Lacey. Kantner gets up in the air. He's going to be fouled by Collado, and they have not found a way to contend with this. Boone is just launching, launching full-court passes. And now, Muhlenberg will need to take a timeout. They will take a 30. Well, if you just joined us, 233 remaining here in the first half. We're tied at 25. The Mules coming in, needing a win to keep pace. And it's against a Daniel Boone team that has three wins in Berks County. Two of them are against a winless Twin Valley team who has yet to win in Berks play. They beat Wyo by two. And everyone else, well, and Tulpe, 
way back at the beginning of the season, but this might be the best that they have been since they beat Pottstown. That was a game where Brendan Gaines scored 29 points, Lacey had 12, DiGiacomo had 10. We saw how tough Pottstown can be. They scored 72 points in that contest, and that's very similar to what we're seeing here as Lacey watches that one roll around the bowl and spill out. First trip to the stripe for the Blazers here this evening. They just cannot contain Brandon Gaines, who is 17. The miss is scooped in by Rodriguez Guzman. The pass out on top of the key is lost by DiGiacomo. Killing across the lane. Leclerc is swatted from behind. Rodriguez Guzman making up for it. And we're going to have a travel here on the Blazers. DiGiacomo tried slamming on the brakes and ended up sliding his pivot foot. Still tied at 25. 2.15 remaining in the first. Killing getting his marching orders from head coach Matt Flowers. Mills trying to spread things around. They'll swap LeClaire and Kantner up top. Design play here for the Mules. They try to get Shermar Killen wide open, and you betcha, Shermar Killen is second three of the contest. Mules now lead by three. Boone has led once in this contest as gains a heat check three. He is 20. Killen throws it in. You ever seen one of those dunks where they don't hit the rim, but they just throw it through the cylinder? That's pretty much what Shermar Killen just did. He's now in double figures. Lacey grabs a miss. Lacey driving into his right, into the paint. Spin, tries to go with his left. It's stripped by Kantner. But Lacey will go to the stripe for two more. Muhlenberg fans not happy with that call. Lacey, looking to make one. There you go. Bangs one in. Now one of four at the stripe here in the past two appearances. It's a one-point ball game. 30-29, Killen driving, trying to scoop it across the lane to Collado. It's stolen away. Gaines immediately double-teamed in the corner. He's going to lose the handle out of bounds. If it wasn't that, he also initiated some contact there with his left arm. So lucky to not draw the offensive foul as well. Yulenberg, under a minute. Here in the first half, Kantner thinking three, now drives in. Kantner, left hand is good. Kantner, his first bucket from the field, give him three. Lead sits at three. It's pinch up. Takes the inbound. Wind his way up the court. Kantner trailing. Gaines virtually triple teamed in the corner and a foul called on the Mules. 
Oh, yeah, we got somebody's mom up here yelling at referees. Got a couple dads standing up. And this is what close games will get you. A lot of ticked off parents, apparently. <laughs> the foul called on Killen his first. Gaines. 20 points, make it 21. Just his first trip to the line. He can make it a one-point game here. Armstrong will check back in for LeClaire. Armstrong, the better shooter of the two, so they'll go offense for defense. Second by Gaines, swishes through. 22 now for the senior. Now beating his season average. Mules may just hold for one. They got 24 seconds up on the clock. Killen will need to dribble. As Gaines comes out, he tries to lay it in, leaves it short. Daniel Boone can take their first lead since it was 3-2. And if they're smart, they may just hold, and they will. Nine seconds left. They get it into Gaines. Archie on him. The two number fours doing battle. Now Killen will come out. He throws one up. Whew. Split the double team, tossed it up. It was just about online. Just a little too strong, and that'll do it here for the first half. 32-31. Not quite the first half that Muhlenberg expected to be leading by one. I said Daniel Boone, 8-11 overall, 2-8 in league play. Not exactly the squad that you figure would be hanging around here after 16 minutes. We'll discuss all of that when we return here. On the Mule Sports Network.
bud and lays one up on the bar. Uh. And he lights every match in an oversized pack. Let at least one burn, 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 burn. This is the Mule Sports Network on Jerry Gallup Media. My mom has taken up going to the park to practice yoga. My dad's going to a club, but not a book club, a salsa club. Finding new hobbies comes with age. My mom has started getting lost and not knowing where she's going. Becoming lost or disoriented doesn't. Confusion with time or place may be a sign of Alzheimer's. An early diagnosis can help improve the quality of life for your loved one. Learn the warning signs of Alzheimer's at 10signs.org. Brought to you by the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. 
The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Back here in Birdsboro is the Mules leading by one at the break. It has been an interesting experience here out in the borough of Birds as Daniel Boone led by Brendan Gaines. Gaines averaging 19.1 points per game. Well, fun fact, he is 22 here this evening. 22 for him, 6 for Delassant, 2 for Pinchock, and 1 for Lacey. Meanwhile, for the Mules, they're led by Shermar Killen. Back in double digits is he. He has 11. Kyle Archie with 7. LeClaire with 6. Alex Collado and Jaden Kantner both with 3. And Jeffrey Collado with 2 for the Mules. It's been a dogfight this entire game. I mean, it, it's really been absolutely no joke as uh, the Mules... You know, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening here as, you know, they did have a change in the starting lineup as they went with LeClaire, Kantner, Martinez, Archie, and Collado. And I don't know if maybe psychologically that kind of sets up your team that, hey, Daniel Boone's not much of a threat to us. We're going to play some bench players. We're going to start some bench players. And I don't know what kind of message that that sends in your penultimate game. Uh, we'll find out what happens here in the second half. I'm sure that... Uh, you know, that's a change that is going to be made. We'll see what they end up doing here with Brendan Gaines. You have to imagine you subtract Gaines from the equation. He's got 22 of Boone's 31 points. Just nine. Nine points coming from three other players combined compared to Brendan Gaines. So we'll see what they do here to try to strap him down. Will be Mules basketball here to start the third quarter. Kantner and Killen starting up top and once again looking like a design play here as they go four across the bottom. Now Kantner will come out. Killen will now replace him on that far side. We'll dribble a handoff, gets the screen from Archie, driving in, gets two. Masterfully done there by Shermar Killen. He now has 13, and the Mules back up by three. First offensive possession here for the Blazers of the second half. And, of course, it's going to Gaines. He's trying to clear out against Collado. Killen nearly left. Delisant wide open, a missed three by Gaines, but a putback by DiGiacomo, his first bucket, give him two. Back to a one-point game. Kantner driving in, stops. Feels like he was hit going up, and he was. The foul will be on Delisant. Delisant, that's his second. Gantner once again over 80% from the stripe. One of two here this evening. Misses the first. 
that kind of night for the Mules. So now they'll be guaranteed seven straight trips to the line, missing at least one. They've been one of two the previous six trips. Make it seven. What an odd game. Four points for Kantner. Two-point contest, 35-33. Kantner going for the steal. Can't get it against Giacomo. Out to Gaines. Gaines, little pump fake, drives in. Floater slams off the glass. No good. He'll get it ahead. Kantner able to finish. Kantner, his second bucket. Now they come out. Full court pressure is Collado giving Pinchock the business. Pinchock trying to cross him up, driving to his left, kicks it out left side, three, grazes the rim by Welker. And Kantner called for the offensive foul. Creating some contact with a little push off there. He ended up wide open beyond the arc. How'd that happen? Well, he pushed off to Giacomo. That's all. Kantner, his third. Him and Alex Collado, both with three. Collado was nursing that one for a good long while, picking up his third in the early part of the second. So that's also been something the Mules have had to contend with, is the foul trouble of one of their offensive, well, and really defensive catalysts in Alex Collado. Gaines takes one dribble, so he has to pick it up. Now looking to post up Kyle Archie. He'll be double teamed in the low post, nearly triple teamed. Turnaround jumper. That one ends up airballing. Pinchot has that one knocked away. Mules the other direction. And Kantner once again using that speed, getting downhill and getting to the line. He fell. Given to DiGiacomo. That'll be his third team second. LeClaire will check back in. As will Delisant. As will Rodriguez Guzman. An eight man bench here this evening for Daniel Boone. Heels also with eight players touching the hardwood this evening. Killen. Drives, kicks, nothing there for LeClaire, so they'll restart. Kantner, little jab. Killen drives to his left, switches back to his right hand, lays it in. Shamar Killen, his second bucket here in the quarter, give him 15. And this time, Boone getting burnt with the baseball pass. They chuck it out of bounds. Right into what I guess is their student section. Seems like most of the parents are on my side. A lot of the students are on the other. Muhlenberg basketball here now leading by six. They look to pull away here from Boone. Boone just one bucket in the first three minutes as a floater by Kantner will count. Kantner continuing on here. Muhlenberg now with nine. Miss at one end. Go back to the other. Kantner rejected by the underside of the rim. 
Boone just can't get out of their own way, but they're actually going to save it out of bounds. A heck of an effort there by, looks like, Delassant. He was going out of bounds. He threw the ball behind his back. It ends up hitting off LeClaire and out of bounds. Heady move by Delassant. We'll get it into the big fella immediately intercepted by Cantner. Cantner leading a two-on-two -two break. And we're going to have another foul here on the floor. Cantner. Man, if he can do this in the postseason, it makes the mules that much more dangerous. He is a downhill sledder. Delasant called for his third personal. But if he can stay within himself, play within his ability is right off the inbound, Alex Collado lays it in. Leads now at 10 as the air is coming out of the basketball here for Daniel Boone. A look down low, Delassant goes off his hands. Whipped in pass there by Pinchuk. Goes astray. 4.21 remaining here in the third quarter. Boone being outscored 11-2 to open the third stanza. Driving in was Archie. I believe he was rejected. Rodriguez-Guzman playing return to center. Ahead to Gaines. Gaines swatted from behind by LeClaire. LeClaire called for the personal. That'll be his third. They've held Gaines scoreless here, and that's really been a large part of this run, is containing him. 22 in the first half. Now a chance here. Gets to 23. Eli Hemmings checking in for the first time. The two freshmen here on the team, him and Justin Armstrong. Second upcoming for Gaines. Gaines misses the second. So he'll be stuck on 23. Nice backdoor cut there by Kantner. Kantner goes for the steal. Ends up on the floor, but Gaines trying to push it ahead, called for a palming violation. So these referees have now called, obviously, a travel, a double dribble, and a palming violation. It's like the holy trinity of dribbling violations. Hemmings will take it out of bounds. Right in front of, I believe, is Mr. Archie over there. Nine-point contest, and considering whether the floor is too slick down there on the low block, I didn't see anybody fall down there, but now they'll finally just take a towel. Yeah, can't really clean the uh, the floor with the bottom of your shoes. That would be called a slip and fall accident. Hemmings. Into Killen. Clock will start here under four minutes left here in the third. 
Muhlenberg finally feeling like they're settling in, especially on the defensive end. Archie playing hot potato with Killen. He'll look for some help. Now doubled up here in the corner. Hemmings hits the three. The freshman hitting his sixth triple of the year, now driving into the lane, unable to finish, was Welker. Now it's a three on none. Justin Armstrong will lay it in. His first bucket. And yeah, Boone, time to take a timeout. Like I said, the wheels have proverbially fallen off here. So they now trail by 14. Will be a full timeout. So we will take a quick timeout as well. 312 remaining, 4834. More to come when we return here on the Mule Sports Network. Could it be really me pretending that they're not alone? Oh, coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. You're listening to Ryan and Chris on the Mule Sports Network. Well, you are just listening to Ryan here this evening. Gaines was stripped. I believe called for the personal then as Hemmings stripped it, went up, and was fouled. Gaines, that'll be his second. Yeah, Daniel Boone crowd getting a little testy. Hemmings hits the first. Eli Hemmings, one of two at the stripe. That would be what you call a small sample size. Misses the second. All right, maybe it's just right then. One of two at the stripe. We'll get it down low. Nice quick layup in transition by Rodriguez Guzman. He now gets on the stat sheet. Armstrong drives, left-handed, reverse is good. Justin Armstrong, his second bucket, give him four. How about that? Delisant lining up a three, and he gets it to go. Delisant now with nine. It's been quiet goings here for the Blazers in the third. That'll at least stop the bleeding. Look down low for Hemmings. Two freshmen and a whole bunch of seniors on the court. As well as Shermar Killen. Looking for the right pass here as Archie will dip in. A little hook shot in the lane, count it. He's got nine. Gaines finally gets it to go. 
And they will stop the game here. Brandon Gaines. Looks like he's hugging his grandparents, his mom and dad. Would be a thousand points for him. Joining a long line of impressive Daniel Boone Blazers. Two twelve his soft or sorry two seventy two his sophomore year three forty one his junior year, and this year with twenty five points, with three hundred and eighty eight. So congratulations to him for the important milestone. As Alex Collado says, well enough with the festivities. I'm just gonna. Go coast to coast and lay it in. Armstrong with an interception. Armstrong stops out to Hemmings. Hemmings a three. In and out. Archie grabs the miss. Gets the put back. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Archie, this will be his fourth time going to the line. This is the fifth team foul for Daniel Boone. It's such a great job there by Brandon Gaines as got to tell you he came out on fiery at 22 in the first half. He wasn't missing. He was putting up some heat check threes and just dropping everything. Second one no good. Tipped up into the air as Lacey and Armstrong going after it. I think that Armstrong will be called for the personal. Or it'll just be that he actually touched it out of bounds, and I believe that is exactly what they're going to call. They'll throw it all the way down to Delisant, who broke the press. Once again, they go baseball pass. Delisant now has 11. Archie, Euro step in the lane, left-handed attempt, no good. But he is rocked, and will go back to the stripe. Archie, one of these days, will hit both. Hopefully it's right here. Four of eight from the free throw line. Foul will be on Delisant. That'll be number four for him. I think he's trying to figure out how he accumulated four fouls. First one, no good by Archie. Second is no good as well. Instead, it's Alex Collado grabbing the miss and then Archie grabbing his miss and laying it back in. All right. Well, however it gets done, Archie now with a dozen. And we're going to have a foul here on the mules as Gaines trying to push it up the court. Fouled by Archie. Will be the team's third with a minute seven left here. 15-point advantage, 58-43. 26 points in this quarter by Daniel Boone. As they have tried to turn this one into a laugher. Didn't look that way at the break. 
They try to go down low and do, and trying to feed it across, losing the handle on it was Rodriguez Guzman. Now in transition the other way, a three by Armstrong. Justin Armstrong with seven in this quarter. 29 points for the Mules. They had 32 going into halftime. They just matched that scoring almost in eight minutes. They'll fling it ahead and pinch shot just throws that one basically the equivalent of throwing it out the back of the end zone. Collado driving and called for another palming violation. Two in one game. Hopefully nobody in Vegas hears that. Somebody just won a very expensive prop bet. Eighteen point advantage here for the Mules. Nearly stripped away by LeClaire. Gaines will get it across midcourt. Pinchot gets a healthy screen. Tries to do the pick and roll. He'll kick it back out. Pinchot, ball fake, drives in, left-handed scoop, no good. Another offensive board here for Rodriguez Guzman. Trying to cross up. Not sure if he got the shot off in time, even if it was. Lacey misses. That'll do it. 61-43. Whew. 29 points. And an impressive, impressive stanza of basketball. 12 for Daniel Boone there. A 17-point swing. Not too bad, if I do say so myself. So we will take a quick break. When we return, fourth quarter action right here on the Mule Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Now back to the game on the Mule Sports Network. Back here in Birdsboro, 61-43. As Daniel Boone cutting into that. Right out of the break. As a three put up by Lacey will drop through. Archie up amongst the trees. I don't know how he got that one to fall, but he did. Tough one there for Kyle Archie. He now has 14. Driving in. Tough bucket for Welker as he bangs amongst the trees himself. His first bucket for 12. A little alley-oop attempt there to Archie is no good. A couple of putbacks by Shermar Killen. He ends up hitting the deck. 
You'll get some freebies. Rodriguez Guzman called for the personal. That's his fourth. Killing around a 70% free throw shooter. Hits the first. It was one of two earlier this evening. Second quarter. Part of his 11 points in the first half. Now currently sitting at 16 to lead the Mules. Gaines will take a breather here after hitting his 1,000-point mark. To imagine we're not quite at the point where they're worried about Gaines not getting back in. Gillen lining up his second. Bangs it home. Gillen with 17. Lead at 17, by the way. Boone will turn it over again. Full court pressure there by the Mules, forcing the turnover. As the ladies at the scorer's table needed to duck out of the way. Killen thought about a little jumper from about 15 out. Ends up passing it up. Killen. Wide open three. That should have been a dead ball. That one slant. That one hit off the rope above the basket. Would have belonged to Daniel Boone anyway. They get it ahead. Pinch shot. Unfinished business for him. Two on two the other way as Collado going up with the left and getting two more. Alex Collado now with nine. Lacey, his pass picked off. Now a four on three the other way. Ahead to Killen. Killen has it rejected by Welker. Now it's three on two, now two on nil. And reaping the benefits of nobody back there is the Giacomo. Killen now won't get the roll, but will go back to the line. So this game has opened up wide. Here in the second half. remaining. A win here would move Muhlenberg to 13-7 overall. Be their second consecutive victory. Their fifth out of six contests. Their lone loss coming to Governor Mifflin on Tuesday. Just got behind especially in the second half, that third quarter, Mifflin outscoring them by nine. They let Matt Kohler score 27 on them. Detweiler had 15 for the Mustangs and a bit of a shocker as the Mustangs kind of like this. You know, only two wins in Burks as Killen hits the second. Back the other way, Killen tries slamming it home. He misses. Collado will clean up the mistake. He's now in double figures with 11. Killen now. Yeah, he thinks twice about uh, dunking that one as they strip another one. And this one just getting out of hand. Another turnover here for the Blazers. And 
foul will be on the floor. And this one, well, there's 5.23 left, but Daniel Boone has now regressed to the mean. I'll say that in a negative light, but at the end of the day, they kind of are who you thought they were. They will get it into Archie. Boone not prepared at all. And, yeah, wait a second. One referee still chatting with the scorer's table, still chatting with uh, Daniel Boone's coach. Referee down at the far side decided to hand the ball in, and I guess it's going to count. Well, trying to figure out what exactly they're they're doing here. I think it's Delassant has picked up his fifth, which is part of the problem. That's exactly what it was. He picked up his fifth personal. I believe that Archie will get credit for that bucket. Well, and now the referee who handed the ball in there on the far side, they're saying, hey, are we counting the bucket? Is it, is it Muhlenberg basketball? Hey, what are we doing? Maybe checking the number of team fouls. It says three up on the scoreboard. Well, now this referee will go back to the scorer's table. At some point in time, I will have actual real-life basketball to call for you. Now Daniel Boone's head coach going over the scorer's table. Some scorebook mix-up, it looks like, and he's just like, yeah, let them figure it out. <laughs> he's pointing at the two scorers. They clearly can't uh, align. Gaines will check back in, by the way. Quiet second half for him. They get it ahead. Nice find there as Rodriguez Guzman went up for the layup, thought twice about it, ended up dropping it to Welker who lays it in. Killen out to the corner. Collado loses it going up. It will belong to the Blazers up by 21. Over to Gaines. Gaines will have Hemmings. Gaines a heat check three, too strong. Trying to follow up his own miss. Instead, Killens to Archie. Archie, the left-handed layup. Kyle Archie with 11 here in the second half, 18 in the game. So once again, the leaner in the lane by Welker, counted and one. He'll go to the stripe for three the hard way. That's going to be on Justin Armstrong, his second. For the Blazers, well, they get to wrap up against a one-loss Burks Catholic team on Tuesday as the and-one attempt goes out of bounds. And then they uh, finish their schedule not against a Burks County team at all, but next Friday they will play Ephrata. To round out their regular season. 
Meanwhile, we will take a peek here at the score is Hemmings. In and out. Take a look at what Wilson and Redding are doing. Armstrong picks off the pass ahead to Archie. Archie fouled in route. Lacey the culprit. Archie will go back to the line. He has made a living there. Just now his 11th and 12th attempts from the line. Redding leading Wilson 32-31 at the end of three. 12 points for Kamara. Levan with 11 for the Bulldogs, who are just 5 of 10 from the free throw line. It's been a sloppy game. Wilson was leading Redding by two at the break. It's 20 to 18 at the half. Low scoring, high defense affair. Nobody had over four points for the Wilson Bulldogs at halftime. Levan obviously picking it back up there in the third as Boone will turn the ball over. Cadis throws it into the scorer's table. A 23-point margin here for the Mules. They will soon be able to start emptying out the bench. Already with Martinez back into the game. Hasn't seen a minute since he started this contest. Killen. Good defensive effort there, but Rodriguez Guzman getting the better of him in transition. Collado dribbling into a double team. It's stripped away by Gaines. He's the last touch. It goes out of bounds. Over on Jerry Gelliff Media 1 on the Exeter Sports Network. Exeter was trailing 33-22 at the half. They have since come back. They put in 20 points in the third quarter, held BC to just eight. They trail by one after three. Collado a three. That went off back iron. Falls into the waiting arms of Cadis. Now Lacey will walk it up. He'll drive in. Tough runner. My goodness. He has six. Collado has it poked away from behind. And yeah, now we're starting to reach the point where the lead is unsurmountable and the mistakes. Thankfully not as insurmountable. But they are increasing here. As the Mule's trying to pull it back in, Killen will take possession of the basketball. Lead is back to 17. Martinez a three. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touched by... Looks like Muhlenberg. 2.16 remaining. 17-point game here. 
Gains a three. Air balls that one over to the right. Tried to shoot through a double team. They'll get up to Ham Hammings. And to Collado. Well, depending how Wilson Redding shakes out, Wilson finishes at Governor Mifflin, and, well, they already beat Muhlenberg. So they're not exactly slouches here in Burks 1. Catch Wilson on, a, on an off night like they had against the Mules. They hung around for a good long while, but they did not get up to play that game. Muhlenberg went out to a 13-0 lead to start that one. Martinez, the teardrop finish. His first bucket. Now just about everybody who's seen the court except for Marte has hit the stat sheet. Collado and Gaines get tangled. We'll call the foul on Alex Collado. That'll be number four for him, I believe. They're thinking about putting Justin Armstrong back in. Taking a peek down there at the bench. Marte will also get up and stretch. Boone struggling to inbound the basketball here. 106 remaining. Yep, Marte, Armstrong, and Jeffrey Collado will re-enter. That will end the evenings for a handful of players, including guys like Shermar Killen, Alex Collado. Fine nights by both players. He's flying in. I don't even have his number written down here yet. Would be Jaden Williams, it looks like. Williams will go to the foul stripe. Shooting two. Exeter leading by three, 52-49 with three minutes remaining. Exeter, a team that can dial it up from long distance in a hurry. They are long, lanky. They have the ability to be good defenders. Also shoot from the outside as Williams hits the second. Armstrong will just about dribble this one out. There's nothing left to prove here for the Mules. Redding now back on top of Wilson. 40 to 36, 433 remaining there. Like I said, collision course for the Mules. That score ends up holding with Redding high on top. It will be bet mostly between these two teams, Mules and Redding high for Burks 1 Supremacy at the Geigel on Tuesday evening. A game that, unfortunately, we will not be bringing to you. Reading High says that they have too many broadcasts in the building that evening. As Armstrong dribbles this one out, 79-62 your final score. I can dive into that in a post game here, but at least for now, 
It wasn't always pretty. Muhlenberg led by just one at the break, but they turned it on in the second half, especially that third quarter, finishing with a 79-62 victory here in Birdsboro. 18 points in the fourth quarter for them. 19 for Boone, but it all was already decided. A 29-12 third quarter swung this one heavily into Muhlenberg's direction, which is where it stayed through the end of the contest. We will take a quick break, add up everything here, and get on out of here and prepare for BCI AA playoffs, which are quickly upcoming, not this week, but soon. We'll have those for you as well, but... We'll recap this one on our way out the door here. More to come on the Mule Sports Network. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. This is the Mule Sports Network on Jerry Gallup Media. Back here wrapping this one up. It was a tale of two halves for both of these squads as Brennan Gaines reached the 1,000-point plateau this evening on the back of a 22-point first-half effort then held to just five in the second half. And that, you, I alluded to it during halftime that you're like, this is unsustainable. There's definitely no possible way that they're not going to clamp down on somebody like Brendan Gaines. And, of course, they did. Like I said, they really ramped up the pressure. They said, hey, we're the better team here. Let's act like it. And they did. They held Daniel Boone, again, to just a dozen points there in the third quarter while outscoring him by 17. It flipped the entire script of this game. They led by one. After that, they led by 18, and they were smooth sailing. The lead ballooned into the 20s before settling on that 17-point margin. Boone was led by gains. He had 27, 11 for Delassant, 
who ended up fouling out of the contest. Welker and Lacey both with six, four points apiece for DiGiacomo and Rodriguez-Guzman. Two for Pinchuk and one for Williams. And for the Mules, they were led by Shermar Killen. 20 points for him, 19 for Kyle Archie as well, and 11 for Alex Collado, leading the double-figure brigade. And Jaden Cantner had eight, seven for Justin Armstrong, six for LeClaire, four for Hemmings, and two apiece for Martinez and Jeffrey Collado, rounding out the scoring. The only person not to hit the scoring column who entered the contest was Matt Marte, uh, who had a couple of cop cup of coffee there in the first half. We will not be able to finish the uh, the Wilson-Redding game. I hope to be out of here by then, but that one seems to be in hand. Redding leading Wilson by 10 with a minute 29 left. Wilson running out of gas here at the end, so it does. It leads to a collision course here between your Muhlenberg Mules and the Redding High Red Knights, and that will be Tuesday evening at the Geigel Complex. Uh, we did reach out to Redding. Uh, we had planned on covering that game. Uh, Redding unable to host us at the Geigel. Uh, supposedly, they already have too many media there, um, as well as something else that happened to drop on our lap. So, unfortunately, we will not be there for that one. We will be following along closely, though. Uh, and we will have BCIAA playoffs here coming up, as well as District 3 playoffs as well. Uh, not much has changed in the realm of District 3 boys basketball, by the way, uh, over the past couple of days. But just as a quick recap, because really that's that's where it's at. That's what you want to be focusing on. You know, BCIAAs is nice and everything, but your eyes are always tuned towards statewide conflict. Uh, and right now, Muhlenberg has crawled up to the eighth position. And... They will likely stay there. This is not enough to get them over the top, but they might be able to leapfrog a team like Warwick. Warwick is just three one-hundredths of a point away from them. Warwick finishes their season against... Well, did have it pulled up here, and I did have it memorized, too. Uh, they play Mannheim Central. Mannheim Central actually dropping to four as a result of a loss to Kennerdale back on the 31st. So they're playing Solanco on the 2nd. They're also playing on the 8th against Warwick. And that is how uh, things will wind up there. But, you know, at the end of the day, the Mules creeping in, and a win against Reading would solidify what could potentially be hosting a home playoff game. And that is obviously always the goal, especially in districts. Take a look at the bracket and how it shakes out right now if they were to stay where they are at, obviously, it is the 8-9 seed going at it. So if you finish 8, uh, you know, and that's where you're, you're currently sitting, you're finishing 8, you're hosting Gettysburg. Uh, Exeter Township's right on the heels there. Exeter playing well against uh, Burke's Catholic here this evening. And Exeter ended up ending up pulling out a 63-55 victory this evening. So there is a chance that Exeter uh, could be moving and shaking over top of Gettysburg, uh, setting up an 8-9 matchup right now as it stands between Muhlenberg and Exeter Township in the first round that Muhlenberg would host. And what a fantastic <laughs> game that could end up being. But we'll see how everything shakes out. Everyone is so tightly knit here in 5A. Uh, it doesn't look like 
Uh, Exeter is really going to have many problems going forward. They have Cedar Cliff, uh, which doesn't account uh, too terribly much against them for BCI AA's. Uh, but they do have Cedar Cliff coming up on the 5th, and then they are at Twin Valley in what should be a winnable game there as well. Cedar Cliff currently 8 and 9, so two very winnable games for Exeter. You can maybe assume that they're going to run the table, finish 15 and 7 overall. Muhlenberg right now at 13 and 7. You got one last game on the docket. You got Redding on Tuesday. You have to make the most of it. You know that Redding's going to be ready for it. You know that Muhlenberg's going to be ready for it. It was a double overtime victory the first time around that those two teams met, and we'll see what happens as they meet up again on Tuesday. Again, unfortunately, we'll not be bringing that game to you. We wish that we were, uh, but we will get back in action for BCI AA playoffs and then for districts as well upcoming here in the uh, coming weeks. So it's been a pleasure bringing the regular season to you as Muhlenberg, once again, coming away with a 79-62 victory here on the road in Birdsboro against Daniel Boone in a uh, win that didn't always look promising. They were up by one at the break. Daniel Boone holding close. Brandon Gaines shooting the lights out, but they clamped down in the second half, coming away with the 17-point victory and moving on to a head-to-head -head contest against Redding High in the final regular season game and what will determine how Burks 1 finishes up here in 2024. So we'll be following along closely. We hope that you do as well. Uh, but thank you to everyone who was listening in this regular season. It's been a pleasure bringing you Muhlenberg basketball this entire season for both boys and girls. We'll have more to come. It'll just be postseason variety. Uh, and look forward to bringing that to you right here on the Mule Sports Network. So thank you to Jerry for pulling this together. Our best wishes uh, to Chris and his family. And uh, thank you to all of our sponsors and all of our fans for listening in. Without you, there couldn't be us. Uh, and thank you for coming along on this journey with us for year number one of what uh, should be a multi-year journey between us and Muhlenberg. Uh, but we're not done yet. Playoff basketball is still to come right here on the Mule Sports Network. So for everyone listening in, thank you so much uh, for doing so all season. We'll have more basketball here in the coming weeks. And I uh, can't wait to bring it to you. Really can't. So thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great night. Thank you for joining us for Muhlenberg Boys Basketball on the Mule Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, the new Birdies Inn, Exeter's best place for entertainment, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellick Media. Good night.